Hello and welcome back to the simplicity of happiness. This is episode number six. I am Florian Hornig and you can call me Flo. Last episode stopped in City Ifni, and after I left my new friends, I walked along the beach north towards Agadir on my own again. At night, I stayed at a remote bay at the beach where others showed up as well. Some French guys with 4x4 started cruising around on the beach, dogs showed up at sunset, and in the middle of the night, a truck came by. And some guy just started digging like crazy that night. I barely slept because I thought, well, they're gonna, they're gonna dig me out or dig me into the sand, whatever. I, I thought they might steal me overnight. <laughs> Next morning, though, I found out that they were only stealing sand. And I, since I didn't sleep well because of all that noise and because of all those people that all of a sudden were running around me, I felt a little insecure again. And this was uh, quite interesting since I did not feel insecure at all in Sahara. So next day I stayed at a camping place because I just didn't want to deal with all those people at night. And the very next day I was already in Agadir and stayed for some days in an apartment hotel, enjoying the free time with long runs at the beach And, well, all of a sudden I was back in Germany. My girlfriend had organized a welcome back party for me uh, where I couldn't really express yet what I had seen and what I had experienced. And I didn't feel so special anymore. Before I left, I would have liked to be in the center of a party. But after I returned, I knew it wasn't so special after all what I did. Because all I did was just putting one foot in front of another until I just couldn't do another step. It wasn't before later that I realized that this was what all other people, especially the successful people, do. They just keep working on what they are best at and they don't stop until they reach their goal. If they don't reach the goal what they were trying to reach, They just keep on trying <clears throat> on some other route until, until they are there. But what other people see is mostly only their success and not the way how they got there, especially not the failures that they saw or that they experienced and when they had to well, modify their plan. I at least never saw the many, many small steps that were lying in the years before the success. So, me being back in Berlin, I still had some days off before I had to start working again. Summer, or at least spring, had arrived by that time in Berlin, and the sun was shining a lot in May 2013. 
that somehow it seemed as if a part of my soul had stayed in Morocco. On the one hand, I was much more relaxed than I had ever been before. It was like living with a, a different or in a different speed of time. I didn't want to stress myself and I didn't want to be in a hurry anymore. When I was trying to catch a train, for example, I just refused to hurry. I knew the next one was about to show up in a few minutes. So I just enjoyed the minutes I had and started to question life in general. All of a sudden, I knew that I could reach all my goals without ever being in a hurry again. It was hard for me to take other people serious who took themselves and what they did too serious after all. It became especially hard for me to go into my office. In the desert, I had seen how other people work while they live and they live while they work. And it felt so natural to me. You are sitting with friends for a coffee or a tea and when a potential client calls or walks by, you just shift to business mode. You are doing business with other people you like. You help each other out and you, you can ask almost everyone for help. Whenever you are in the business mode, you can still have time to talk and have a chat with friends. Watch your kids or help somebody out who needs it at that moment. I also had been outside nonstop for the last four weeks. I, I lived outside, I traveled outside, I slept outside, I ate outside, I cooked outside. Everything happened outside. And I did not like the idea of being inside anymore. Nor did I like the idea of working inside. I mean, working at the same computer or PC for the whole day with doors closed and looking in front of a white wall. D don't get me wrong here. I didn't, I didn't not want to work. I just hated being inside and doing the same stuff in front of the same white wall for all day long. Even when I went to bed at night, I felt like I was lying in a small box. Once and forever, I can't stand a closed bedroom door anymore. I even prefer open window, open door to the balcony or sleeping on the balcony altogether. You can imagine how I felt when I had to sit in front of my computer with no chance of seeing anything else but that, that white wall. Furthermore, I wanted change in my life. I wanted my life to move on, to experience new things, as well as I wanted to improve and learn, 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 learn. I couldn't do that with my routine of getting up at the same time every day, hurrying to catch the train, be on a one-hour commute, stay locked away in the same office for the whole day, come back home late after another hour of commute and finally go to bed just to do the very same the next day again. I wanted change and I wanted to add meaning to what I do. Another thing that went on my nerves were 
all that stuff that I owned. I wasn't even aware of all of this before I left because I thought I, I deserve it and I need it. <clears throat> Already while preparing for Sahara, I asked myself what I would need to survive. What could I use in multiple situations? What would be the least clutter to carry around? While I was on my Sahara trip, I found out about several things that I actually did not need and I made a fire. I burned them all because I was so sick of carrying stuff I did not need. Remember, I was still carrying my tent I didn't use, so I didn't want to carry anything else. Now, I had more or less lived on the same set of clothing for a month. And I didn't see why I would need anything else only because I go into an office now. I realized most of the stuff I owned, I did not need. At first, I was only frustrated with my daily routine, but then I started to ask myself what had made me so happy when I was on the road and I started thinking about it. Working home office based where I had a stunning view and could see the sun. Um, I went more running to be outside more. I worked from a cafe when the weather was right. I decluttered the stuff I owned, sold a lot, gave away to charity and most of it I th just threw away. And then I set up the goal to only replace broken stuff. And if I wanted to buy anything new, I had to give away two other things I already owned. So this way, with everything I bought, I ended up owning less than before. I tried to live more of the simplicity that I was talking about for a while now. Last but not least, I had the idea of somehow living mobile. I started to be interested in tiny housing, people traveling the world and always had an eye on these old campers that I saw in Sahara. As I had learned, you can repair them almost anywhere in the world. By fall or autumn, as the British call it, after a stunning little vacation in the Swiss mountains where we had stayed at a friend's camper, my girlfriend Judy and me, had the idea to how beautiful it would be to work and live in these mountains. About a week after we returned, and I think this is something that could only happen because we were questioning ourselves and we asked ourselves what we what do we really like. And so here we had an idea about what we want and what we liked. So Only this one week after we returned, Judy quit her job as a surgeon. We quit our apartment for end of January. I talked to the university I was working for to switch to half time and work fully home office based. And we had taken the decision to buy an old Mercedes bus to move in for at least six months. I registered for my truck driver license because the bus was too big, so I wasn't even allowed to drive it yet. And um, we called our new little home Emma. 
Then we left for a two-week sailing trip around Cuba to end that year of changes 2013 and start into the year of even more changes 2014. And since I had always been a fan of Hemingway and was fascinated by Cuba, it was a good sign to celebrate my birthday in one of Hemingway's favorite bars in Havana with some Cuban music and drinks. But that's another story. And where this year 2014 is going to lead me, or let's say us, because it was Judy, Emma and me, will be part of the next episode. By the way, <clears throat> it is a Friday afternoon when I wrote the notes for this podcast and I was sitting in the sun on a Swiss mountain just having snowboard in the morning. While recording this show, I am sitting in my old school 1971 Mercedes-Benz camper in Lauterbrunnen Valley, looking forward for the next morning to be up on the mountain with the first train to compete in a mountain race by foot. Thank you for listening today. I hope to have you back for the next episode in a few days. Until then, please consider that the podcast is and will remain absolutely free for you. If you liked today's episode, please feed my ego and let me know by giving me feedback. Get your cell phone out of the pocket right now and comment, like or rate the show depending on how you're listening to it. Thanks. You're the best. If you have another idea or question, send me an email to flow at simplicityofhappiness.com. I will answer for sure. Oh, and before I forget, there will be <clears throat> the chance to win a one-week vacation to Sahara for everybody who comments or rates on the show. I'll tell you more about this in the next episodes. Until then, keep in mind to focus on what matters most in your life. Because you only live once.